Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Today, I'm very excited to welcome Kelly Roach. Kelly Roach is a former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur, business consultant, and mentor to leaders and visionaries across the globe. She is a four-time best-selling author, host of the top-rated podcast, The Kelly Roach Show, and founder of Kelly Roach International and the Conviction Marketing Agency. She is committed to disrupting entrepreneurial and leadership education for hardworking business owners across the globe. Kelly has been my coach for the past couple of years since 2020, and she is the reason this podcast exists. So I couldn't be more excited to welcome Kelly Roach. I'm so happy to be here, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I want to share, and I want you to share some of your insights with listeners, because let's just face it, the past two, two and a half years have been pretty darn challenging, yet you are always so positive, so full of energy, and it's authentic. And I think that's why so many people, myself included, really adore being in your world, yeah. Tell us a little bit about where that optimism and that wisdom to see what's possible come from. Yeah, it's such a good conversation. It's such an important conversation to be having right now, Lorraine, you know, because the truth is, is, you know, anyone who's been living through this human experience over the last two and a half years feels a little bit like the earth beneath their feet keeps being taken away, right? And so, you know, if you're listening to the show today and you're feeling like you have been struggling to like find that spark for yourself and you just feel like it's like a constant start and stop, you know, you're not alone. And I think we can talk about some things that will help you. But, you know, Lorraine, I wrote about this in my very first book, which I wrote my first book very early in my business entrepreneurial career called Unstoppable. And in the foreword to the book, you know, one of the things I wrote is if you are a human being that's alive, you could justify a reason to be depressed every single day, but that's not a way to live, right? right? And there's always going to be something that's a part of your human experience, whether it's health, it's something related to a relationship, maybe something you know happened in your career that took you off track, maybe your biggest and best client or source of income suddenly went away, you know, maybe a friendship fell apart. Part of the human experience is that there's always going to be change. Change is the constant, right? And so, you know, for me, and I think for anyone that's working and living in the world of interaction with other human beings, which most of us are, it's truly up to us to be, you know, problem solvers and solution seekers. Because you can either, and this is when we talk about mindset, there's only two places that you can live in, right? So you can live in the mindset of being responsive to the problems and issues and challenges that happen 
and almost like adjusting how you feel about life and circumstance as a result of that. Or you can understand that the constant is that there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be obstacles and you can be the solution seeker. So it's not like a false sense of optimism. It's not a lack of recognition of when a challenge arises. It's not an underestimation of the difficulty of a situation, right? It's not this happy self-talk of just like convincing yourself like that a problem is not a problem. It's very different than that. It's really aligning your mindset strategically with the fact that when there is a challenge, that's also when there's the greatest opportunity and possibility because there's a least amount of people engaging in solution. Yeah. So it's not just a positive mindset. It is actually a strategy. And I think it's really important for people to get that when everything's going well and something's very easy, you have the highest amount of competition. It's actually the most difficult to perform because you're competing against everyone. As soon as something gets hard, what happens is immediately people go, ah, right? People pull their advertising dollars. They cut their staff. They slow down what they're doing in their business. They start playing with hesitation, at which point the people that keep playing full out actually begin to stand out for the first time. And so I think it's, yes, mindset of not being in a state of reaction, but instead being in a state of solution. And on the flip side, it is actually understanding strategically where your opportunity is and aligning with opportunity instead of aligning with the masses, right? Yeah, I love that so much. So I think certainly over the last couple of years, you have lived that. So since I've known you, You've added different programs. You've been really responsive to the needs of the market. You launched the Inevitable Millionaire Program. You had things going on and I was in your immediate orbit and I was saying, well, I didn't know about this. Tell me about this kind of thing. And I think that's what makes you so different from many voices in the market is that you really lead by example. So can you talk a little bit about what that's looked like for you over the last couple of years, what you've seen because of the pandemic, because of the ongoing issues that we're seeing right now, the you know recession, whether people believe we're in it or it's coming, and how you've adapted so quickly. And I feel like you intuitively anticipate what people are going to need. And by the time they realize they need it, you already have it. They're available. Yeah. It's staying grounded and staying humble. And I talk about this all the time. I've actually been talking about this a lot. I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements recently and it's staying humble and it's staying agile and it's staying close, like ear to the ground with the market, right? Because you're absolutely right. Way before we were having talks of being in a recession, we had already pivoted. We were already preparing almost nine months prior to that to evolve what we were offering. We intuitively could read kind of the little, what did they call it before an earthquake? Like a little tremors or a tremor or, you know, whatever. Something like that. (laughs) There's always signs there. And it's, again, it's not doing things out of fear because I see a lot of people pivoting and changing things out of fear that they don't need to change that are, you know, perfectly good, but it's having your ear to the ground and not getting too far from your reason why. And I know that a lot of times 
I think early on in the business building process, everybody's like, know your why, know your why. Like, you know, that's something that when you're a new entrepreneur, it's something that's spoken about all the time. But there's a very different importance to anchoring into knowing your why when you're an established business owner and when you've been in the game for a really long time, because the knowing of your why is a guiding North Star in everything that you do. And it allows you to make good decisions that are in highest and best service of your company, the team, your clients, the market that you're trying to serve because your vision isn't clouded. And I think it's very easy for vision to get clouded or to get kind of blurry when you have an established business, for example, and you see the market changing or you see the environment changing and all of a sudden you're panicked and you're nervous and you're fearful. And now you're making decisions that really aren't good decisions. They're not the right decisions, whether it's for the clients or the market or the team. You know, I see this in the market all the time. Like I just did a post about this on my personal page today. Like you cannot be reliant on external validation for what you're doing. And when your worthiness and when you're feeling about what you're doing in the business is tied to external validation, you'll make the wrong call every time because you're reading instant gratification instead of playing a long game based on that North Star of vision. And it's hard in a moment when you're like, okay, we just went from a pandemic to a war to a recession, right? You're telling me to play a long game. It's hard, (laughs) right? I get that. But at the same time, humans are humans. So if you can stay humble and you can stay connected to the human experience of what your market actually needs, and you can actually understand their mindset, their emotional state, you will intuitively know what to offer. Like I knew inevitable millionaires moment was like right now. Like when I did it, it was right now. And I had been wanting to do that for 10 years, right? But the moment was now, and it's because people have been through so much. Their world has been turned upside down. You know, their mindset, even though they're working really hard to keep a positive mindset, there's so much happening so fast that if you don't have help, it's practically impossible. It's like we all need help with mindset at this point, right? So I think keeping your ear to the ground, staying humble, being in tune with the market, you know, really listening to people's needs, making decisions, you know, in alignment with that North Star versus out of panic or fear or just saying this isn't working, so I need to change it, right? There is a distinction and nuance there. I love that. And anyone who's been listening to this podcast knows that I talk about purpose all the time. And I think that it's something that if entrepreneurs would talk about more often, like you do, like I do, that it would help them because it is kind of, it's your North Star, but it's also your touchstone. Why did you start what you're doing? And are these reactive decisions really going to get you further along? Usually no. You know, you want to be thoughtful. You want to be insightful. So for you, with the programs that you're creating, where do they come from? Do they come from intuition? Do they come? I mean, I know you talk a lot about listening to the market as well. So what is kind of like your secret sauce for anticipating what the people you serve will need? Yeah. I think it's really a blend. You know, I am a person that relies on instinct very heavily, like an intuition. And I do feel like I am able to tune into that and understand what is being called for in a moment. But also, you know, just 
being consistent over time, again, when you are very aligned with purpose and you're not changing what you're doing all the time, you build these like inroads and channels where you have access to enough information from enough different angles and enough different people that you are able to really read a situation and say like, this is the need, like this is the gap, right? We talk about live launch, talk about the gap all the time. Like that's probably one of the most important things that I use in designing any program that I create is, well, what is the gap now, right? What is the gap now? What is the thing that, yeah, there might be a thousand people that are delivering this exact same product service offer in this exact same industry that you are, but what's that little nuance that people are missing. And I'll give the example of I am. I saw, you know, there's a massive personal development industry. There's a massive wealth creation and business building industry, but they're so disconnected that the people in mindset are over here giving woo-woo and then no one knows what to do about it. They're like, yes, I feel really, really good. (laughs) But then it stops there because there's no strategy, right? Exactly. We have people that are learning business strategies that because they don't have someone helping them to get their mindset right, they're not able to put the pieces together, right? So it's bringing together and assessing where are those gaps. And I think, you know, it does come back in a lot of instances to self-love and worthiness. And I want to emphasize that for everyone listening to the show today because you have to trust and believe your own instincts. Like if you are seeing that there is this need and you are feeling called to do something, you know, there probably is something missing. There probably is a gap that you're being called to fill, but you can't be second guessing and judging what you're doing and saying, oh, well, there's already, you know, I hear this from people all the time. You know, there's already a thousand other people doing that or you know, my market is so crowded. Guess what? Welcome to the internet. Yeah. Right. There is Everyone's no market that working. isn't crowded. I see people trying to change industries, thinking it will be easier. Oh. My favorite is when people come into the coaching industry, thinking that that will be less crowded. I'm like, good luck. <laughs> Most crowded space <laughs> on the internet. Right. Yeah. And it's not about picking the perfect space to be in or the timing being right on the industry that you're in, because that comes and goes too. It goes high and then it it goes low. It's about you having that worthiness and that self-love and listening to your own instincts and then making sure that you're validating and verifying your instincts with really having your ear to the ground. And again, being in tune with making a difference and what people actually need. And I think one of the things that I think really takes people off track in this business building journey is when they're more attached to other people's opinions of them or projections about them or feedback about what they're doing than they are centered and anchored around the purpose and the why and the what am I actually here to do? And I've been talking about that so much because, you know, I am someone that over time has been able to rise even given all of these things. I've seen a lot of people come and go in the internet space during my time being in it. And I've never gotten detached from the ground floor of what the why and the purpose is. So when this stuff is going crazy out here, Mm -hmm. it's not going to impact or deter me or the company, right? And I think just trusting yourself is so important, you know, and listening to your instincts. Yeah, because not everyone will get it. I mean, that's the whole point. 
not even, you know, some of your closest teammates may not get it. Some of your clients may not get it. And the public, certainly they're going to, I mean, unfortunately there's people out there that just like to complain to complain as well, but you're always going to be dealing with that. And when you, I think one of the things that I've learned from you watching you go through some of those things is when you can accept that that's part of the journey, then it doesn't become so difficult. It breaks a lot of people. I mean, that's the point at which they just get out. They just get out because they can't handle it. But you have to be attached to something deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And that's how you are able to continue to thrive through those events. Not that you don't, those things do take an emotional toll on you and you have to work through those things. And I've been, you know, very open about that as well. You know, you have to acknowledge it, feel it, you know, recover from it, you know, allow it to, you know, move out of your body, all of those things. But you have to be attached to something that isn't going to change like the wind based on what your employee decided to say about you or do or what a client who exited your program decided that they're going to say or do or, you know, because that's all par for the course. The higher you go, the more exposure you have and the more that you're going to deal with no longer this little tiny inner circle, but now you're dealing with more of the general public. And when you start to deal with more of that bigger, broader, wider audience, you know, there's some mixed characters in that bag. They're going to be part of the journey. You know, that's right. Well, tell people a little bit about who you work with and the different ways that they can work with you and Kelly Roach Consulting and Kelly Roach Coaching. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we specialize in service-based business owners. So people that help lead others through a transformation of any kind. So, usually working virtually. Some of our clients have both an online practice and a physical brick and mortar practice, but we primarily teach business owners how to build, grow, and scale their businesses, leveraging the online space so that they have freedom, they have flexibility, they have the ability to work from anywhere, travel, be with their families, whatever the case. And we have recently expanded the company quite a bit. This was a very lengthy process for us, a year-long process. But as we've really built the infrastructure and the leadership team, we now have different divisions of the company that do different things. So we have a coaching practice that does group coaching and masterminds for business owners from zero all the way up to eight figures in, you know, small group setting. We have one-to-one consulting under our business advisory for people that want just high level, very strategic work on, you know, the overall vision and roadmap for the brand. We have a marketing agency that does done for you services. And then, of course, we have the Inevitable Millionaire, uh, which is a wealth and life mastery program that I run. That's kind of my passion project, my solo work around my personal brand. And then we have, you know, products and courses and merchandise and all that good stuff. But the bottom line is, is like who we are is we are the gold standard in helping small business owners gain a business education, a leadership development plan, and systems to support their business to create a sustainable company that isn't totally reliant on them as the business owner. I love that. And you've done it so well and you, you know, just scaled by leaps and bounds. And it's been an honor for me to be working with you and I'm still working with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so for everyone listening, I have in the show notes, all the different links for Kelly, where you can find out more about working with her and Kelly, anything that I didn't ask you that I should have before I ask my last question? 
No, ask your last question. Okay. We'll see where we land. So it's called the Prosper Project. And because I'm talking to different small business owners about what it means for them to prosper. This is something that you've talked about as well as that success doesn't look the same for everyone. And so I always end my podcast by asking my guests, what does it mean for you to prosper? Mm, I love that question. I think that that is the alignment between what your heart and your mind and your soul purpose, you know, feels like and what you believe, like who you really are and what you desire for your life. The inside matches the outside. I love that. It's the inside matching the outside. So it's creating that alignment in your life where everything that you're doing is purposeful and meaningful and interconnected and feels real for you. That's great. And you are there right now. You've made some personal changes over the past year as well. And maybe it's been longer than a year, but it's great when you can really align what's important to you personally and what's important to you professionally. Kelly, it's always an honor to be in your presence, to talk with you. Thank you so much for being a guest on The Prosper Project. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Lorraine. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, Please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. In appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.